Hey everybody, welcome to the Good Shepherd Weekly. My name is Matt Murphy and I'm the lead pastor here at Good Shepherd. If this is your very first time to listen in, uh, welcome. So glad that you take a few minutes to listen today. And I pray and fully believe that God will speak to you as you listen to his voice. And maybe you'll want to share this podcast uh, or just share personally with somebody else how God's been working in your life today. So I want to read from Ephesians chapter 3 and uh, verses 14 and following. Um, we're going to do it kind of like we did during 21 days of prayer where I'm going to read some scripture, share a few thoughts, hopefully briefly, <laughs> and then um, and then pray and so and guide us guide us in prayer so uh, i want to say before i before i get started uh this uh last i guess two months has been so good we have changed up our podcast where we're doing more of an interview style with different staff and leaders from our church and i gotta tell you i'm so thankful for each one of them and just being able to hear what god's been doing in their life um you know just to celebrate with them to uh mourn with them where it's been difficult uh, it's just been so inspiring and just so real and authentic. And so I'm sure it's been that way for you too. Uh, so if you haven't listened, if you haven't heard any of these, you're just joining or you missed some, go back and listen to them. They are so good and uh, it'll be well worth your time. So Ephesians chapter three, verse 14 and following, Paul writes this, for this reason, I bow my knees before the father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now, this is a, uh, a prayer uh, in, in a very brief way, uh, a way that you could just read the scripture and pray. Like this is your prayer, just like it's Paul's prayer. But I want to focus on a couple of things, um, especially the part where he talks about being strengthened uh, with power through the Spirit, being strengthened to comprehend with the saints. Um, as I look around at the church, specifically in America, I believe it's not hard to see that she, that we, I'll say it that way, that we need revival. We really need revival from God. We need to be revived. I think the term revival can just be a, a really, uh, just a shallow term, but we need to be revived by God uh, in two ways. One, I believe that we as a church, now I'm just, you know, I'm, sometimes I'm speaking of myself and speaking of, Good Shepherd and in the, the community, but but more so broadly the American Church, that we are dying from our own sin, which keeps us opposed to God. So, when we sin intentionally, even when we sin unintentionally, and there's there's no there's no repentance, there's no um, getting right with God. There's no coming humbly and, and receiving his forgiveness. We just continue to walk in that sin. Therefore, we have no fellowship with God. Like there's no communion. There's no close relationship. We can say we're Christians. We can say we didn't mean to and everybody sins. But when we are walking in sin and there's no sorrow for that, then we're not going to have fellowship at all. Um, John says, what fellowship can light have with darkness? Like how can you really 
have good relationship with someone that you're opposed to. You can't. And so as a church, I really believe that we are opposed to God. I mean, just look around at all the things that are happening both within and from the church to the world. Like, like we are, are not experiencing revival as a church, but God wants us to. And I believe we need to repent of our sin. We need to humbly come and ask for and receive his forgiveness and be cleansed so that our fellowship with God can be restored so that we can be revived no longer dying, being separated in a way from God because of our own sin. The other way, as maybe a little bit less obvious, um, I believe that the church needs revival because she, because we are often powerless in our own works. What I mean by that is um, we work, we go, we do. It seems like things are happening, right? Um, We weren't meeting together for a while and now a lot of churches are meeting again so it seems like everything's kind of back to normal but um even before the quarantine i mean were we just tired and weary i think a lot of people experienced that during the quarantine like they stopped long enough to realize they were tired weary they they had no life flowing in them and therefore no life flowing out of them and so they we the church the american church needs to be revived We need to no longer try to do things in our own power, our own flesh, even if they're good things. We need the power of the Spirit of God to strengthen us, right? So that that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith and we be rooted and grounded and filled with the fullness of God. I mean, this is what power is for, to connect with God and be uh, a light in the world to make an impact. So myself, our church, the American church, we need a filling by the Holy Spirit so desperately so that people, so that the church would be revived. Not just for the sake of revival as a religious term, but so that the church would be revived. Paul finishes this passage by just uh, really celebrating uh, his faith in God and what God is able to do and who gets the glory. He says, now to him who is able to do more abundantly than all we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. So God, I pray uh, just as humbly and as simply and as boldly as I can that, that you would breathe revival into me, that you would start with me, that you would start with my family, that your spirit would fill our home, that we would have power through your spirit, that we would be filled with the fullness of God, and that you would do that in our church at Good Shepherd, that you would fill people with your spirit, that you would breathe life into them, God, where there is death, where there is no fellowship with you, where they are powerless, they're tired, they're weary, God, revive them. Breathe life. Breathe today, Holy Spirit. And we just want you to have all the glory for what you do in us and in the church throughout all the generations. Let it be said years down the road, decades later, uh, that you worked mightily in this generation, even if no one remembers our names. And so that's my prayer, God. And uh, we trust you for that today. In Jesus' name, amen.